Welcome to the weekly podcast of Sunday Morning Live, led by Pastor Denise Suttles. You are listening to our live Sunday morning fellowship. We air live every Sunday morning. Please feel free to join us via Zoom. The meeting ID is notated on our podcast page. Now turn with me, please, to Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 and 13. Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 and 13. While you are finding the scripture passage, let me just say, if we are going to succeed in the race we call life, we have to deliberately forget. We have to deliberately press on. I know that sounds kind of strange, but a good memory is not always a good asset. It is not the things that we forget which we should have forgotten, but the things that we should remember which causes most of our trouble. In other words, those things that we should forget is what's causing our problems. If the things that we remember should have been the things that we have forgotten. Mm. Let's think about this as we turn to Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 and 13. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do. Forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Jesus Christ. I would like to use for a topic this morning when you forget your past, you release your future. When you forget your past, you release your future. God has created us with the special ability to remember. However, sometimes our memories can be our best friend or our worst enemy. The Apostle Paul, who wrote the book of Philippians, he had a horrible past. And it easily could have haunted him for the rest of his life if he had allowed it. He had one of the longest historical Jewish pedigrees. So with great passion, he persecuted Christians who taught that Jesus was the Messiah. It was the apostle Paul who held the coats of those that stoned and killed Stephen, one of the first deacons of the Christian church. 
He persecuted the church and used his authority to kill Christians. Paul said of himself in 1 Timothy 1 and 12, I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has given me strength that he considered me trustworthy, appointing me to his service, even though I was once a blasphemer and a persecutor and a violent man. I was shown mercy because I acted in ignorance and unbelief. Paul could have walked around all of his life with this tremendous burden of guilt crippling him. If, if he had done that, he never would have become the greatest apostle and missionary for God that he went on to be. Many of us, we dwell on our past failures. Mm. We moan about our past mistakes and sins so much that we become spiritually paralyzed, unable to be productive for God. Paul is telling us that we can turn our past sins and failures over to God and start moving forward to what lies ahead. Beloved, we must move forward. Hope, hope gives us the ability to leap forward into our future. So let's look at the two elements we have here. Yes, we have hope. But it takes effort to move forward toward our future. Effort is the motivation that I need to move. Effort is the motivation that I need to change. It takes effort to reach our goal. You will never realistically reach your goal while hanging on to your past. We have to have effort. God will add to his power our effort, which will enable us to leap into our future. In other words, do your best in every situation, even if it's not easy. Do your best. What is the secret of effort. Practice. Mm, you, you wanted me to say something else, but it's practice. When we practice, we build good habits. In other words, make a habit of doing your best. And the Bible says, forgetting what is behind and pressing toward what is ahead? I press on toward the goal to win the prize. Your effort is in the press. Don't stop. Don't give up. Press on. It involves concentration and focus. It involves hard 
hard work. It involves faith, but in everything that it involves, I will press. Even when the opposite and the contradiction of what I just prayed for is all that I see, I will still press. But this race is defined by so much more than my hope of a prize. My joy is overcoming the pre- in the press. My joy is when I have reached what I thought was unreachable. The attainment is my joy. So we must do our best. But to do our best at what? We must do our best to reach the unreachable. We must do our best to know in what we believe that is what we will have. So what do you believe about God? What do you believe about his son, Jesus Christ? Do you believe that whatever is going on in your life right now that God is still in control. Do you believe no matter what has happened in your past, God still loves you unconditionally? Do you believe the Bible? This is your press. What you believe. Do your best to do the things And your greatest joy will be when you reach heights that were once unreachable for you in your past. In other words, I am doing things today I never dreamed I would be able to do. So our highest joy is the process of growth. I am not where I want to be, but oh, thank God, I'm not what I used to be. All I really want is to grow in grace so that you, (laughs) so that you can see Christ in me, so that you can see Christ and not me. To grow in grace is the Holy Ghost empowerment to make me more like Jesus. I know I'm right. 2 Timothy 3.18 says, Grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. 1 John 3 and 2, dear friends, now we are children of God and what we will be has not been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is. This is a grand future. We shall See him as he is. 
The grand future should draw our minds into meditation all the more. Meditation on what is to come. Not what was, but meditation on what is coming that we shall be like him. I must develop the habit of living in the future now with joy and confidence because my faith is wrapped up in the confidence that God loves me and is shaping this earth's history to his own perfect plan. So instead of wasting time wishing that my past was better, and I'm preaching to myself, I've got a horrible past. But instead of wishing that my past was different, instead of worrying about the things that I cannot do anything about now, I look forward to the day when I shall be Like him, I believe that the time will come when I reach the purposes that God finished in a redeemed humanity and a perfected world. When I think about what is coming, I can care less about what is behind. If I look back, That only adds to my weaknesses while I am trying to run this race. Any amount of time given to looking back will make a withdrawal from my future. You cannot move forward looking back in a rearview mirror. If you look back while you are running forward, you are dangerous because you're going to knock somebody down and delay someone else's blessing because you are not looking in front of you. And if you stand in place while looking back, evil will catch up to you and overtake you. While you are spending time thinking about the past, that you could be getting something done right now. Instead of regrets about your past, you could give your best effort for what you're doing right now. Forget your past failures. If you don't forget them, they will begin to speak to you. Mm. Past failures have a voice. If you meditate on them, past Failures will make statements like, oh, you'll never be better. Mm. Past failures will say things like, there's no hope for you. Mm. Past failures will say, just like it happened before, that's how it's going to happen now. That's the language of past failures. Yes, I know that experience teaches us. But the the teaching from experience has its limits. Where I am right now does not have anything to do with where I'm going. When you allow the past to define your future, you are limiting the power of God. 
Some of you need to forget your past accomplishments mm, because they have the possibility to make you complacent for what God wants you to do today and might fill you with the pride of confidence. I know I'm right, didn't Paul say in Philippians 3, 7, and 8, but whatever were gained to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of now of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ. Accomplishments like failures have the potential to measure what we shall be able to do in the future. And by the same token, limit us. When you forget your past, you release your future. Forget about what happened to you in the past, whether it was good or bad. Both are in the past and dwelling on them will create limits because dwelling on them has the potential for these memories to become your habit. Habits are like fences that narrow our expectation. Baby, you don't know what God's going to do for you. And you don't know how God's going to do what he is about to do. Get off that narrow path that you have placed yourself on and looking back. Stop doing what you have always done. Behold, God wants to do a new thing in you. Expand your narrow view wherever you have been, whatever you have done. God is about to do more because that is the kind of God that we serve. Let hope for the future and lessons from the past lead us to doing our best in the present moment. And the Bible says this one thing I do, let the past and the future be as they may. I cannot reach my future or forget my past except by setting myself up with all of my best effort for what God has given me to do right now and maximize my effort. I must remain focused and fully concentrate and motivated by the greatness of the prize that God has prepared for us. But I can't do it by myself, Lord. I need divine help to pursue growth. If you are a true Christian, you will have a desire to grow and will not be considered that you have arrived until the Holy Ghost grows you up. Beloved, keep moving forward. 
That's the spirit of God inside of you. He is taking you beyond where you are right now. Stop trying to predict what is going to happen now. God is going to do more for you than you could have ever imagined or thought. Stop limiting God by what he did for you in the past. God's going to do a new thing in you and around you. Do what you know to do right now. Believe what you know about God right now. He has brought you to where you are. Hold on to what you know. Keep moving forward and don't go back. Beloved, are you growing or are you stuck? Are you growing or are you stuck because you keep looking back? Look forward. God wants to do a new thing in you. If you have not received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, pray this very simple prayer with me right now. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I have done many things that don't please you. I have lived my life for myself only. I am sorry for my sins and I repent. I ask you to forgive me. I believe that you died on the cross for me to save me. You did for me what I could not do for myself. I come to you now and ask you to take control of my life. I give it to you from this day forward. Help me to live every day for you in a way that pleases you. If you prayed that simple prayer with me, I invite you to contact me so that we can discuss the first steps of salvation. Feel free to call me at 231-349-1046. God bless you, beloved.